In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm coming to you live with my co-host, Tina Gonzalez. Tina, are you there? I'm here, Sandra. How are you? Good, good. Did you have a good week this week? It was a good week. It was a good week. It's hot here in Southern California. You you guys cooking down there, too? It's hot. It's just ugly. It's so humid and no sun. Oh, <laughs> you don't hot. have sun? We have roasting sun up here. It's, it was, you know, 100 degrees yesterday. We were all cooking outside, and I guess summer's here. Yeah, I think it is. It is, it is. Well, we have a great show planned today. Uh, we have some really exciting guests. We have somebody coming on and going to talk about Freedom Dogs. And um, we also have Jody Bramer, who is a licensed uh, marriage and family therapist. And um, she has a private practice, and she provides therapy for individuals, couples, and families in conflict. Um, and, it, Tina, you know her pretty well. Yes, I do. She's my marriage counselor. <laughs> That's a great thing. I mean, we all need help, especially because, um, you know, it's so difficult these days and there's so much going on, and um, it's just great that she could join us today and be part of this. But before we get to Jody, let's talk a little bit about Freedom Dogs. Yes. My husband um, is working alongside of Freedom Dogs. They are a, an organization that trains um, dogs to help out wounded um, service members uh, with their injuries. They train them and they're able to help with um, different types of injuries from, you know, wheelchair, bound, blind, um, you know, having prosthetics, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, my husband is a part of it and we are, we are really excited about this program. Um, the founder of it, her name is Beth and she's awesome. She's the sweetest woman I know. And, um, so my husband is um, wanted to give the listeners a little information and about a uh, there's a contest going with Pepsi right now and they're gonna get, they're being giving out a two hundred fifty thousand dollar grant but it's kind of like a contest so you have to call in I mean you have to log in and vote every day on it so I will let him tell you guys a little bit more about it. Well, and the, the need is growing. I mean, there's a great website, you know, where you can read more about um, freedom. And they're service dogs, like the, you know, like the dogs for the blind. These are actually service dogs. Um, yes. And the website to check out is freedomservicedogs.org, just like it sounds, freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, service, S-E-R-V-I-C-E, dogs, plural, 
org, And um, I think one of the most important things is that, you know, kind of as we get our medical techniques get better, the battlefield survival rates go up. And so the number of wounded service members returning from home, um, you know, that are unable to walk on their own or even manage some of the simplest tasks has exponentially gone through um, the roof. And then, you know, it's the service members coming home is expected to quadruple over the next five years. Oh, yeah. And um, it, go ahead. No, I was just going to say this is just, to me, this is really a great program. Um, I kind of knew about service dogs beforehand, but... I've um, Richard's brought in some of the dogs home to, for me to meet, and they are the most brightest dogs ever. I mean, to the point where you can drop their leash and say, you know, leash, and they pick it up right in their mouth and hand it to you. And I mean, it's just amazing. It's amazing what they can do. Well, and a lot of these dogs are actual rescue dogs themselves. Yep. That's an amazing thing. I mean, I have, I personally have four rescues, and um, I've had, I had two rescues prior to that, and I think. You know, rescue dogs just make the best dogs because they, I think they intuitively know that, you know, they're, they're here, they're home, they're safe, and they really bond very quickly as opposed to, you know, other dogs that I've had in my life that, you know, there's just something special about that. So we've got, not only are we, you know, helping the animal and pet situation, but we're also helping, you know, our wounded service people by giving them, you know, an extra pair of paws, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> I like that put. <laughs> Very well put. Thank you. So do we have Richard on the line? I guess you do, Sandra. Hey, how are you today? Doing great, Sandra. Terrific. So why don't you, we were just chit-chatting a little bit about Freedom Dogs. Why don't you tell us what um, what you're doing and what's going on and then what you'd like our listeners to do. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> let's see. What I, what I do with uh, Freedom Dogs is what... What has happened is um, I, I'm, I'm a Marine at Wonder Warrior Battalion, and um, things have gotten uh, pretty difficult for me to um, deal with some things along with uh, some of my injuries uh, due to combat, uh, combat-related injuries. And um, so the command uh, put me in contact with uh, Freedom Dogs, and Freedom Dogs has uh, shown me ways to um, help deal with things and, and be more independent, but at the same time uh, still be supported by uh, an organization that is looking out for us that have been wounded by utilizing service dogs. So what are some of the things, where are you right now? Where are you calling in from first? I'm calling from Camp Pendleton. So you're calling in from Camp Pendleton, and this Freedom Service Dogs um, you know what? What is it that you're doing with them? I, so what it is is um, the program. They come. They come to us, and uh, we one we utilize or we learn how to, how to utilize the service dogs to do our everyday um, life, like um, uh, help us with attending appointments, um, and it also is um, injury um, specific. So some of some of the Marines have TBI. Some of them deal with uh, PTSD and other injuries as well. And uh, the dogs, are they help us with going to our appointments uh, when we lose things, help us find them. Um, uh, at the same time, too, a lot of us, you know, that go through the, you know, the stresses of being combat injured, we also suffer from depression, you know, and loneliness. And this is a big thing that the dogs bring to us as well. 
Well, uh, sure, they're a loving companion. They're you know they're a comfort, and and I know that you guys you guys have battle buddies. You know, it's it's almost like you know the dog could become like your home front battle buddy. Yeah. You know, so, and there you know there are times where we got, we we also go out into um into the public and we go to places just to have lunch, and uh, we utilize the dog to you know go to lunch and you know sometimes we may not feel so um safe in an environment we utilize the dogs to you know help, help you know help comfort us uh you know just everyday task really so then when you're when you're paired with a with one of these freedom dogs i know that they use that clicker treat um, they use that positive reinforcement behaviors like to retrieve, to tug, to touch. They turn all those things into helpful tasks. Do they have to train the service person to work with the dog? or does, I mean, how does that work once you're paired up? Okay, so what happens is, um, like, I, I, I speak from my experience. Uh, sure. There's uh, some of the other Marines that are a lot more, um, that have gone, f- that are far, farther in the process. But um, Freedom Dog are they have a bunch of uh dog handlers and i mean excuse me dog trainers with their their dogs and um and we come in and we work with the dogs as they work with us and um i'm sorry like my tbi i have i have hard time sometimes uh remembering what i'm trying to say mm-hmm, um, no worries so let's they, talk about the now do you have a freedom dog yourself I, I do, well, I work with um, Charlie. He's a he's best the founder. Um, I work with Charlie, and um, I also have a dog right now that we are also working to um, help get up and running uh, for my uh, service dog as well. That's so great. That's so great. And um, these um, there's something that you want us to vote for? There's something you want us to do as listeners that we can do to help the Freedom Dogs program, you know, get some more money so we can get more dogs rescued, we can get more service people, you know, a companion animal to help them navigate things post-battle injury. What is it you would like us to do? Yes. All right. So uh, what is happening is um, Freedom Dogs has been selected by Pepsi Refresh program. Okay. And Pepsi has um, basically come up with this program to uh, give out grants to help uh, people every with everyday life with everyday uh, causes and uh, to donate these money to help them further their their cause and just to make uh, the world a better place. So Freedom Dogs is in the running for a two hundred fifty thousand dollar grant, and uh, what we need and we're asking everybody support is. For that, everybody for the month of June to go on to uh, Pepsi Refresh and um, vote for Freedom Dogs and to pass it along to as many people as you know so that um, Freedom Dogs can uh, win this grant. And with the grant, um, the, the more, um, more funds that they, they're, they're able to receive, the more dogs they're able to um, bring, um, bring up and train, and that's more uh, service members that they are able to reach out and help. Now, is this the website refresheverything.com? I believe so. Yes. Okay, so we want to we want our our listeners to go over to uh, there's Pepsi uh, well there's PepsiRefresh.com, P-E-P-S-I refresh R-E-F-R-E-S-H.com. You can also go to Google and search Freedom Dogs, 
and we want to make sure that we get as much support possible um, for Freedom Dogs, and we want really would love to see this $250,000 grant go over to you guys so you can keep doing the good work. We will um, not only uh, spread the word on our show, we'll support you by spreading the word on our sister show, which is Motherhood Talk Radio, and I'll try to get some of my other friends who have radio shows to promote this as well, because it's really an outstanding organization, and Richard, I'm so happy to have you uh, here on the show today. I thank you for your candor. I thank you for your time. We're going to go to commercial break, and when we come back, we will have uh, our guest, Jody Bramer, and uh, we'll catch you after the break. Thank you so much. Thanks, Richard. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, Girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez, and we had Tina's husband, Richard, on earlier. Right, Tina? Yes, that was my husband. He did a good job. 
He yeah, he's a good job. He's the born uh, socializer. He oh, tell, you guys are pretty fun, both of you. <laughs> Um, so, well, we've got, we're going to switch gears. We're just going to remind everybody that we do want to go, um, we want our listeners to go to, what was the website, Jody? Or, I'm sorry, what was the website, Tina, that we want them to go it's to? PepsiRefresh.com? Yes, PepsiRefresh.com. Vote for Freedom Dogs. We really want to do everything we can to get uh, the Pepsi company to support the Freedom Dog program. And uh, we have a great guest today. She's not only a personal friend um, of Tina, our co-host, but she is a terrific lady. She's written a book called Looking for That Last Date. She's probably done a lot more things that she'd like to tell us about. So, Jody, why don't you fill us in? <laughs> well, thank you, first of all, for having me on. Oh, you're quite welcome. Um, hi, Jody. Hi, Tina. How are you doing? I'm good. What would you okay, like to so know? Jody, give us a yeah. quick rundown. You're a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, what's your educational background and your work background? Oh, gosh, my educational background. I went to Tulane for undergraduate and Pepperdine University here in California for my graduate degree. I did 3,000 hours of internship, which included just about everything from schizophrenia at College Hospital to uh, the Drake Institute with ADHD and uh, autistic children. I worked with Laura's House for domestic violence. I work a lot with the military right now. And through Military One Source, I'm able to reach a great many of our military members and uh, hopefully provide some help for all the situations that come along with being part of the military, part of the military family. And I work with individuals, couples, families separately as well. I work uh, with a lot of sex therapy, which always raises eyebrows. I work with uh, dating and relationships and communications, and that actually led me to writing my first book, which is out for public release tomorrow. It's called Looking for That Last First Date. That is so great. I have a copy here in my hands. It's a great cover. It's an What I loved about it is it's an easy read. You know, it's, it doesn't. It's not too long. It's it's gets right to the point, and, um, you know, and the cover just makes me makes me laugh, you guys. Can, is it available on Amazon? It's available if you plug in the ISBN number on Amazon or on Barnes & Noble or Borders. Okay. I'm hoping to have some book signings. Um, the ISBN number, let's see. I have it right here, 978-14489-6135-1. Again, that's 978-14489-6135-1. Thank you. There and you, you can go. also get so, it by going directly to the publisher's website, which is www.publishamerica.com. There you go. And just in case people have any hesitation in reading about something called Looking for That Last First Date, I want to tell people this is a very easy, fun read. It's kind of sex in the city-ish. It's great for the beach or for the poolside. It can be read quickly. And it kind of goes over experiences that all of us have as we pass our teens, and it's not just looking, it uh, it says an insider's guide to dating after divorce, but the truth is it's an insider's guide to dating any time you're past the pimple stage. (laughs) Absolutely, and it's a fun read, and um, it's, it's just a really great product. And, you know, what I think is interesting is, you know, you've got all these different hats that you wear. You do many different things. Um, but since this is Military Mom Talk Radio, 
Um, yes, I want you to explain to our listeners how you're connected to the military from day one. <laughs> well, boy, I was literally day one. I was born into it. My father was drafted during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and he was drafted as a doctor. He actually served on one of the boats during the Cuban blockade. And my mother and father proceeded to have and raise four children, all on different military bases. Uh, my sister and I, the last of the four, we were born at Bethesda Naval Hospital. So you could say I was literally born into the Marines. Or actually, you were, well, you were born into the Navy, but I was boy, born into the <laughs> Bethesda Naval Hospital gives you, you know, an edge on the rest of us that, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Um, and you're uh, you're divorced and remarried both times to military men. That's pure coincidence. But yes, my first marriage took place when I was quite young, and that was to a Marine ROTC that I met at Tulane and fell in love with. And I went through the entire beginning program from OCS, TBS, the whole Quantico experience. He went into the flight area. I went through Quantico, Jacksonville, um, Corpus Christi, where my son was born. Um, lots, lots of experiences with being a single mom. <laughs> Tina, I know you can relate. Um, we were there during the Desert Storm crisis, and my husband was sent away for a number of months, many, many different times, and I was raising one child, and we were based out here in El Toro when El Toro was up and active, and that's when I got pregnant and had my daughter. And um, my daughter, I'm happy to say, just turned 21. So it's been a few years, and then after my divorce, I got divorced after about 16-plus years of marriage. I was on my own, experiencing the dating life for quite a while, and then I met a wonderful retired Navy fellow uh, who was a HMC, uh, Independent Duty Corpsman, mm-hmm. uh, chief, who had served with the Marines. And while I was dating him a few years ago, they had a push with all of the um, the marriage and family therapists, all of the therapists, uh, they had a lot of promotions, for, not promotions, but they were promoting the fact that our men overseas, men and women overseas, were coming back with a lot of um, experiences and trauma. I mean, this is our second longest war that the United States has ever fought in, and Iraq um, has been going on since, what, 2003, 2004? And um, my husband now was in the first assault into um, Baghdad. And when the military was asking for civilian help uh, in the therapy field to kind of augment and, and assist in everything. Right, to support. To, pardon? To support, yeah, absolutely. To support, absolutely, to support their efforts for therapy on, cam- on, on campus, on base. Sorry, I'm still in my daughter's 21-year-old mode. Um, <laughs> I was... Um, Absolutely compelled to attend the seminars. There was a seminar that was held in um, San Diego at the San Diego Armory over the course of a weekend, which uh, reinforced all that we knew about PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, and all of the problems associated with detaching, deploying, returning, the homecoming, the um, re reintegration of the families with military members as they came back and recognizing the symptoms and problems that a lot of these military families would have. It's very difficult. I, I hear a lot of military men say, and women, that first of all, they don't want to admit that they were affected in any, any way because they don't want it to look poorly on their 
on their record. They don't want it to affect their career. Uh, the Marines especially are very, very uh, careful about being a very strong Marine, a very capable Marine, and, and not having anything get in their way of, of their path or their duty. And that's absolutely respectable and totally admirable. I just don't see how, as a person in my field, how anybody can go over there, especially at the age of 19, 20, 21, let alone 50, 60, 70, how anybody can go overseas and experience what our men and women in service experience with Iraq and with Afghanistan and with everything that they have and what they see and what they do and things that we can go our lifetime very happily and willingly never experiencing and not come back untouched. Everybody that comes back from there that has seen any sort of action by virtue of being human has got to have been affected in some way by what they saw or what, or what happened there. And that's where I come in. That's where I want to help. I want to help them process whatever feelings they have, the inconsistencies. They come back to a life that is highly unstructured back here versus the highly structured Sleep in the sand, sleep in the dirt, don't shower for three months, eat MREs. Um, this is what their life is. They, they know every t- day what their duty is supposed to be. And then they come home and they're with a wife or a, a husband or children that aren't following the Marine orders or drivers on the street that aren't staying in their lanes. And, and this creates some, some difficulty for a lot of people. And the wives don't understand. I hear a lot of wives say, my husband isn't the person he was before he came back, or I don't recognize this person, or it's not the man that I married. Well, and it's not. It truly it, isn't. It isn't. We do change. The experiences that we have in our lives do change us, um, you know, whether it's on the battlefield, whether it's, you know, in your personal life. You know, we are not the same person day to day based on those experiences. And to have someone like you to be able to navigate, you know, with a family through this um I don't know if Lauren would say, you know, natural process, you know, because, you know, we think that, like you said, the Marines especially don't want to come back and admit that, you know, anything changed them. But if we put it, put it as this is part of the battle process, you go to battle prior to battle, you have this set of terms and conditions, you come back and you could have any one of these terms and conditions. It's not that it's necessarily anything bad. It's just part of the process of coming home. It's interesting that you call it a natural process because I think of war as being so unnatural. I mean, it's part of mankind. It's part of our history. It's part of our biology. But what these military service members are going over and participating in is not what the typical 21, 22, and 23-year-old is experiencing back home. So their natural process, as you call it, the Marines' natural process is so different. It is so different than what we know of as being a typical 21, 22, 23-year-old. Sure. Even a sergeant at the age of 25 is far different in mentality, maturity, experience than a typical 25-year-old kid finishing college late. Absolutely. Jody. I don't mean to cut you off, but we're about ready to go to commercial break. We're here with uh, licensed marriage and family therapist Jody Bramer, who has a book that's coming out tomorrow, looking for that last first date. And we're going to go to break. We'll come back and pick you up in a few. Thank you.
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Here comes Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today. With Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Tuesday evenings at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio provides a powerful platform for women today by giving interesting, inspiring, and inspirational information to mothers around the globe as they navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio will have best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, women of interest, who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is co-hosted by corporate executive Sandra Beck and stay-at-home mom Christy Holly. For more information on each and the show, go to MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Mom, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Tuesday afternoons at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Tuggynet.com. Hey, you living the dream like Nina and Cindy? Sweet jeans Were you shocked by the Chuck E. Cheese calamities, diaper dilemmas, and major mom minivan mishaps? Then get ready to share it with Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer, Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. And as Nina and Cindy say, if you're thinking it, we're saying it. It's your chance to discuss, share, and learn from two moms who have been there, done that, and yes, they have the t-shirts. And they're for sale at ltdchix.com. Living the Dream Moms is all about all things moms have to deal with daily. Nina and Cindy are two ordinary frazzled moms who admit when they need help and do their best to research and discuss topics that are not always talked about. Living the Dream Moms are just two real women who are discussing the trials and tribulations and triumphs of everyday mom lives. You are not alone. It's Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's in Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy of the Red Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm on with my co-host, Tina Gonzalez, and we have something special coming up in this next segment. We have uh, Jody Bramer, who's a licensed marriage and family therapist. She's well-schooled in military issues, you know, really from being born in a uh, Bethesda Naval Hospital up until present day, married a couple times, um, married both to military men. She's you know, what, 3,000 hours of training with everything under the sun. Um, but what makes this segment, to me, really exciting is that uh, Tina, my co-host, and her husband, Richard, uh, who do uh, seek um, counsel from Jody, have agreed to not only be on the segment together, but to share some of their experiences, um, especially, Richard, I've got to ask you, it had to be, you know, was it was it a difficult decision to make um, for you to come and talk to someone like Jody, or was it, you know, how did that process go for you? Um, well, the process was Tina told me we're going, so we went. There you go. You're a good man. <laughs> that happens a lot. 
Uh, well, we, um, uh, you know, throughout uh, my battle with PTSD and my combat wounds as well, um, you know, we have seeked um, marital uh, marital counseling before, and sometimes the the counselors I, and every counselor helped in every way. Um, but what I found um, to help out with uh, was Jody. She was also versed in PTSD along with marital and parenting. So um, when Tina told me about this, and we we decided that there was a time in our in our marriage that we were going to give 100%, and we were going to do whatever we needed to do to make sure that our commitment we made um, when we first married, that we were going to continue to do it no matter what. And so we decided, you know, we're going we're gonna to make this work, and we were going to make marriage counseling a priority in our life. Well, and Tina, or, or I'm sorry, Tina, Jody, that's got to be a really great um, a starting point from where, from which, you know, for you to start helping them work through some of these issues. They've got multiple children. You know, we've got some different conditions going on here that any one of these conditions would make a good marriage difficult under the best of circumstances. Tina and Richard are an example of an exemplary couple for a therapist to work with. Uh, when people first come in, oftentimes when they come into therapy, it's kind of to check the last box, especially couples. It's like, okay, we tried everything else. Let's just say we went to therapy, and then we can go ahead and file for divorce. And when I hear that, I know that there's a good chance that one of the partners has already closed the door, and if somebody has closed the door, it's almost too late, and I feel like it gives therapy a bad rap because there's nothing I can do if if somebody has decided that the marriage is over. What I liked to hear with, with Tina and Richard and all the other couples that come to me that say, we think we're heading for divorce, uh, we are fighting all the time, um, we don't know if this is what we want, and then there's this little bitty but in there. I ask, how committed are you? I said, as miserable as your marriage might be, on a scale of 1 to 10, even if your marriage is just barely of 1 and a half, how committed are you? to making this marriage work? Do you want it to work? And some people might say, I'm a 10. Some people might say, I don't know, I'm a 5. Some people might say, I've really, I've been hurt so badly. There's been so much stuff that's gone on. I'm just barely a 3. And then I ask people to really think, what would it take to be a a 3.5? What would it take to be a or what would it take to commit a little bit more to this marriage? You're not saying you're one. You're not saying you're walking out. You came here. You came to talk to me. What would it take? And they said, oh, well, there's not, not, not Tina and Richard, but I mean in general when couples come in, they say it would take a lot of change. And I say, okay, are you up for it? Uh, because what you've been doing apparently isn't working. So by coming in to see me, we've got to figure out what's wrong, and try to figure out a way to fix it. But then you have a chance when you come in to therapy before one or both parties have thrown in the towel. There's a big chance, yes. It's important to to not wait too long to seek seek assistance in your marriage. Oh, absolutely not. In fact, even a lot of healthy marriages feel like they can benefit even just from learning some communication skills so they don't go off track. And, And I have a lot of very healthy couples that, again, are a therapist's joy because they want to be there. They want to work on things. They want to learn. They want the tools. And um, things that bring couples in, um, oftentimes with the military, 
when the man returns, or even if the man is getting ready to leave, there's a lot of upheaval in the house. Uh, sure. Tina, you can probably attest to that. Oh, yeah. Which is worse, the leaving or the coming home? Oh, I don't know. I think both. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Richard, what brought you, what brought you, I know you, you know, you jokingly say, well, Tina told me to go, and that makes you a good foot soldier, and every woman cheered when you said that, but, you know, Richard, were you struggling? Uh, you know, I was. Um, I, I, and so I was, what I was struggling with was, you know, being married, all right, so you, you're on these deployments, I've done multiple deployments, I've combat wounded, you know, um, spend, you know, some, two of my deployments were within two weeks in between of each other, and... You know, throughout that course of time and all those different events, you change. You change as an individual, as a as a father, as a, as a husband, as a um, even as a son. You know, so all my relationships have suffered. Um, you know, because of my experiences, and therefore, I had a hard time communicating in my marriage. I had a hard time communicating my emotions, um, and I just i i didn't i, I didn't know what to do. I you know. Um, there was a time where I, I thought, you know, maybe it was Tina, you know, maybe it was me, maybe it was my symptoms, maybe it was my injuries, maybe maybe I'm not the same person, maybe we've fallen out of love. There was too many, too many maybe. But the thing was, um, I was, I wanted to make sure, and I wanted to have, I wanted to bring um, an unbiased opinion into the equation and educate both of us, not just me. I wanted to educate in on what I go through. Uh, being wounded, and I wanted to understand um, what it was for a wife to deal with a wounded husband, and and all the all the marital stress that that brings, along with just being married, having four kids, being in the military, <laughs> just being As married, just having enough. four kids. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I struggled with it, and but me and Tina, we've been married for almost ten years, uh, coming up in September, and you know, there's been many times where. I've, I've, uh, I'll be honest that I felt that, you know, it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to work. I'm pretty sure that on Tina's end, she felt that at times, but we're we're still here and, (laughs) you know, um, we're still working it. And that's that's what we do, you know, especially, you know, the military family, that's what we do. We do, and we we persevere through even the toughest times. Well, and I got to say, you know, Richard, you're so amazing because, you know, I've been, I've worked with Marines for 18 years and, you know, I, my heart resides at the Marine Corps and there's not a lot of guys that would come on to a totally chick-based show, you know, military <laughs> mom talk radio, to talk about these things. You know, to me that makes you, you know, your hero because a lot of guys wouldn't and um, I just, you know, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud to have you on my show and I'm so thankful for you and Tina to be able to share this because if one other soldier or one other family is struggling and they choose to, you know, seek somebody out like Jody, you know, we've done our job for today. You know, we made a difference. And, Jody, what are some of the things that you would recommend to our listeners? Like, what, where do they start? You've got a couple, you know, like Tina and Richard. They're struggling with all these different things. You know, Tina's got her own thing. She's got her kids. She's got to handle deployment. She's got to handle reentry. She's got to handle being a single mom, even though she's not a single mom during deployment. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Richard that comes with his whole host of things just by nature of his career choice and the things that happen to him. What, is, what does a couple do? What's the first thing that they do? Right now, based on getting the most help for the most people, I would say go to Military One Source. 
there is help out there that a lot of people are not aware of. It's, it's a website, Military One Source. And for the people who don't know about it, they provide amazing uh, literature, um, tools, uh, videos, and it gives access to a toll-free phone number where you can call and, and get names of counselors and therapists like myself in the area that you live in. And the best thing about this is that you are entitled to this. This is free. You don't have to use um, TRICARE. You don't have to use anything. You are entitled as a member of the military to individual sessions as well as couple sessions as well as family sessions. Well, and and this is a 24-7 resource. It's not just the website, which is militaryonesource.com, and you spell out the letter one. It's M-I-L-I-T-A-R-Y-1-O-N-E-S-O-U-R-C-E.com. But there's also a 1-800 number that people can call, 1-800-342-9647. Again, that's one 800 Three four two nine six four seven. You can hop on Military One Source. It gives you private help twenty four seven. You can call and talk anytime. There's counseling. There's also a suicide prevention lifeline. You know, if, if things get to that point, but there is help out there. And the um, just quickly, the suicide prevention lifeline is one eight hundred two seven three talk, which is eight two five five one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. But there is help out there, and it's 24-7 help. It absolutely is. They're there for you. I've gotten referrals on Saturday nights, on Sunday mornings. They're serious. They want to talk to you, find out what the problem is, and get you together with the very best person possible in your area. Again, it's free of charge. There is, it's with a civilian, so nothing goes on anybody's record. It's private. It's confidential. And you're talking to somebody who has been trained to help you, and that is the only focus. There are so many issues. As you said, my God, Richard and Tina bring a, well, they make me earn my money, you know? <laughs> but the fact is is that the, even, even things that other people might consider as minor, something as, as non-minor as anxiety or depression, these are huge and powerful things that really incapacitate people. And you could have a combination of multiple symptoms that uh, your heart starts racing, you feel scared in a public setting. Uh, okay, Jody, Jody, yeah. I don't mean to cause even more anxiety sure. by cutting you off, but I'm going to. <laughs> we're going to break. We will be back in a few minutes to talk about some of the different things that we can do um, as part of Military One Source, working with a private therapist. We are here with uh, Tina Gonzalez, Jody Bramer, Richard, and we're out. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Combine snide and remark and you've got snark. Combine Lisa Mena and Valia Alvarez on Monday nights and you've got deep dish snark. Monday nights at 9, 8 central, part of the Her Insight Network. When you've had a method work or at home and you're ready to laugh, join Lisa and Value for their no BS look at the world and the people in it. 
They'll be serving up a no-holes-barred take on pop culture, current events, entertainment, and family matters. With segments like Accidentally Helpful, TV is Now My Hobby, and Who Sucks This Week? Deep Dish Snark delivers something for every girl who enjoys life with a dash of sarcasm. Lisa Manna is a former TV news anchor turned stay-at-home mom. She's making sure if anyone screws up her kids, it's her. Valia Alvarez suffers life as a jack-of-all-trades, mistress of none, by juggling a PR career, marriage, motherhood, and more. Don't miss Deep Dish Snark with Lisa Manna and Valia Alvarez. Monday nights at 9, 8 Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Tina Gonzalez. Tina, this show is flying by. I know. I can't believe it. That's how you know it's a good show. It is. It's not a good show. It's a great show. And uh, we're here with Jody Bramer, licensed marriage and family therapist. We're also here with one of our favorite Marines, Richard. And um, I want to talk, before we get back into talking about the issues of, like, anger, depression, and anxiety, Richard, I want to talk to you a little bit about why you chose to uh, seek um, assistance outside of the, even though Military One Source is, is military-affiliated, why you chose to go out privately versus, um, you know, dealing with this through the typical military channels. Yes. All right. So, um you know, in the military, they always they always stress. You know, go ahead and bring bring it up the chain of command. You know, we'll get you the the proper um, the proper avenues to seek seek help, and that's fine fine. You know, and I, I and I encourage that for everybody. You know, help is help. Um, sometimes, I, you know, I was a little bit more um, hesitant to go through a chain of command because I don't want them to scrutinize. You know, my my job or um, think that you know. Uh, things are going at home, so they might not go to me for certain duties. So I, I you know, I went to um, Military One Source because it, I know that they will outsource to a private um, private therapist who will be able to help us, and we're able to stress um, to, you know, talk about the stresses of, uh, you know, being in the military and uh, having a military marriage per se, and at the same time, you don't feel like there's a repercussion of. Sometimes just having your own opinion while being in the military. Sure. And 
Um, and that helps just great. Just it's, It is so great to be able to talk freely, whereas sometimes, you know, being a military uh, service member, um, you might not necessarily feel that open to speak about, you know, certain things that have to do with military or th- the, the stresses that military causes on, you know, one's life to somebody who is directly related to the military. So, sure. Well, it's the first yeah, thing that I tell you know, people. Very difficult for your career. It would be. I, I, the first thing that people are wanting reassurance of is that this is a confidential session and that I am civilian. Right, Richard? Yeah. <laughs> and, so and confidential and civilian, that's why we go to Military One Source. And um, I'm going to give those numbers really quick again. And then, um, Jody, I'd like you to talk a little bit about um, the issue of anger um, because I think that's something, you know, that we talked about is really prevalent and really can be a sign of PTSD. Let me give the numbers for our listeners. Um, if you are a military member, spouse, and families, you can call 1-800-342-9647. Again, that's 1-800-342-9647. You can also head to militaryonesource.com. The number one is spelled out. This is a 24-7 resource that you can connect with to get private help. Um, you can talk about whatever you need to talk about, figure out what you need to talk about, and not have anything track back to uh, your military career. And, um, Jody, let's talk about anger, because anger is a big part of what we're seeing coming back um, from a lot of our soldiers and our Marines. Absolutely. In fact, oftentimes it is the one thing that brings couples or even the women in. They notice as I said, the change in their partners as they, as they come home. But what they're coming in and saying is that this person that I loved and married is so angry, and I hear from the military member themselves that everything pisses them off and that they go fly into a rage or uh, they don't understand why the little things are so upsetting to them that the drivers on the road that turns into road rage immediately or the little things that happen. They come to a home, back to home and it's not cleaned up and they shout. And the big fear is that there's an increase not only in what we call rage, rages. Uh, rage is different than anger. Anger is an emotion. And an emotion is neither right or wrong. It is just a feeling. And sometimes anger is very appropriate. But what we do with that anger, the behavior associated with that anger, that's where lines need to be drawn, and that's where danger or difficulty might arise. When the anger becomes a rage or becomes out of control and turns to violence, we hear a lot about punching walls or kicking or throwing things or worse, uh, going into domestic violence. Now, again, in my sessions, domestic violence is confidential. However, having worked with Laura's house and worked with domestic violence perpetrators as well as victims, I do encourage people to seek the help that they need. Um, When it gets to that point, it is usually outside of the control of both of the people, and that's a whole other topic to begin with. Anger is just one of the symptoms, but it's the main symptom that we see from people coming back with any form of PTSD. Uh, The men come back feeling very angry, very irritable, very jittery, what we call hypervigilant, and Richard, I know I know you can describe that better. Um, hypervigilant is where you're on guard all the time. You never sleep. You look out the window for cars passing by. You, you hide weapons around the house to make sure that everything is protected inside or outside. Uh, you scan uh, 
if you go to the swap meet or you go to the supermarket, you scan the people to read body language. Uh, you get upset or nervous or even go into some sort of a panic if you see a paper bag on the freeway because it might be an IED. And these things are things that our servicemen deal with and keep to themselves because they think they're going crazy or they think that this is something that only they experience and nobody else knows what it's like. But that's not true. This is part of what people are coming back with. And the women, the wives, are coming back and saying, he's so angry, I can't even talk to him. He walks out or he closes up or worse, he shouts or screams and the kids are there or they they hear it or I'm afraid it's going to get worse or in some extreme cases it has gotten worse. We want to make sure that all of the symptoms of PTSD are addressed. We want to make sure that the relationships between the couples, the reuniting, the goodbyes, uh, that's another thing is when somebody is ready to deploy, it's very common practice for the husband and wife to start nitpicking at each other, to start finding reasons to distance from each other because if somebody leaves and you're angry at them, it's a lot easier to say goodbye than if they leave and you're madly in love with them. So a natural human condition is to try to push your partner away if you're getting ready for a deployment. But if you're aware that that's what you're doing, It'll make it a lot easier to say, I don't mean it. I'm sorry. I love you, and I'm going to miss you, and I'm going to be here when you come back. Yeah. Well, now, Jody, let me ask you. You know, we were talking about earlier in the show, um, like a natural response. Would you say that PTSD could be almost considered a natural response to a really unnatural situation? Because we hear it a lot. I mean, it's a a lot. And so... the expectation of someone going, if we if we kind of reframe it a little bit, at least for the purposes of the show, that this is something that happens, you know, after battle to a lot of people, it doesn't become some source of shame that, you know, has to be addressed in quiet. It's just part of, you know, the battle process that, Absolutely. you know, so that we take the, I don't know what the word is, take the sting, take the shame, take the whatever it is out of it. And it's take the stigma. The stigma, we want our soldiers to fight, we want our Marines to get out there. This is just part of, I mean, you would train your your body to go in battle. You're not going to go into battle fat. So why wouldn't you give that same give that same honor to your um, your thought process, your mental processes, you know, because that's part of what what has to be fixed. Or Absolutely. I don't even know if the word fixed is right. It's hard to be fixed. PTSD is something that people live with. It, okay. it comes out in the form of nightmares, of night traumas, of not being able to sleep, of waking up in the middle of the night and, and startling, being very easily startled. Uh, it's, as I said earlier, if somebody goes overseas and sees any kind of conflict, it doesn't even have to be overseas. You can have conflict or trauma here at home. It can happen with a rape. It can happen with a car accident. It can happen with a burglary. It can happen with the 911 survivors or even people who are watching 911. If you've been exposed to a trauma, and God knows war is a trauma, and you've seen the things that you've seen, you cannot help but be affected by it. And yes, in, in, in that sense, it would be a natural reaction to have signs and symptoms of PTSD following coming home from war, coming home from Afghanistan, having a traumatic event hit you here, traumatic event with PTSD being anything that threatens your life or your perception of your life, meaning something that is a life or death critical situation where you feel completely helpless or out of control to stop it. And I'd say that that would describe a lot of what our military service people are going through. 
So yes. I think a lot, a lot. I mean, when I think of the families that I'm friends with, the families that I serve, the families that have served with my friends, um, you know, and I think, Jody, I'd love to have you back. You know, we've got a couple minutes to the end of the show. I'd love to have you back to do a show specifically about PTSD, what it is. Um, I know our listeners, um, we do get questions about PTSD from time to time, and you know, I want to give Richard, you know, a, a just a, a just the biggest hug because I'm so <clears throat> proud of you. I'm so amazed that you would come on and do this show. And if you could just tell, you know, the wives and any service members that are listening today, what would be your one piece of advice that you would give to the listeners today? Um, you, you know, never give up. You know, um, that's that's a, that's a big thing for me. Um, no matter how many days I go, you know, that I struggle and with marriage and, you know, the combat wounds and stuff. Um, speaking from, you know, someone who causes a lot of problems in my marriage. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, just, I would just say, you know, don't, don't, you know, as a wife, stay strong. You know, you guys have a really hard uh, job dealing with, um, you know, the service members and all the different challenges we face. And, and it's not always, it's not always, you know, nine out of ten times it, it stresses inside and we just don't know how to communicate them. And so, you know, stay in the fight and um, continue to support us because that's ultimately what we need. And um, just, you know, tell us from time to time that you understand and, you know, you, 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 you may not fully understand, but you support us and you're willing to help us however you need to. And, you know, that helps a lot. Tina does that to me. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm having my, my fits and tantrums and, I just I come to realization that you know she's there to support me. And Tina, you are amazing. You're an amazing wife. You're an amazing co-host. You're an amazing friend. I thank you so much for bringing Richard on to the show today. I also want to thank Jody Bramer for being here today and giving us such great insight. We are going to have her back. She's got a lot of great things to share. Thanks, you guys. I had an outstanding time, and we will catch you next week. Same time, same bat channel, and we will have a mystery surprise guest. Thank you very much. Thank you.